So it's like a cycling class? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's actually called Soul Survivor, since it's Whoa. the hour long. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I'm gonna feel like shit. Are you like, doing it with your parents? <laughs> no, I'm doing it with Jackson. Oh, That's nice. fucking... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the Soul Survivor gives, like, doing it with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joey's, like, staying the night at their place, and I was like, maybe, oh, like... Oh, no, nah, nah, I'm just house-sitting, because they are gone. Oh. Um, kind of throw a banger. What's going on with this recording? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, there we go. Oh, this recording oh. is uh, cutting in and out. Kind should of. I should I stop it and start it again? Probably. Okay. So you're like doing Soul Cycle or some shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, we just we just recorded a little. Hey, duty, I'll have a headband. <laughs> um, I got a bane. Yeah, I am. I am doing Soul Cycle though, where I'm gonna be riding on a bike. Uh, there were a couple different like uh themes because you can do a theme for Soul Cycle. Like Ooh. like I didn't know there was a thing, and the the instructor will like pick the artist basically. A lot of it's like they're gonna pick an artist and then oh, okay. name it based on that, and it's gonna be like that. Like a lot of it was like Swifty Sunday and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, there was one that was like Rihanna and ASAP's wedding reception or something. I was like <laughs> Rihanna and ASAP. That's funny. Sure. Yeah. Uh, another one was like um a lot of it was like battles. Like there was one that was like. The weekend versus Kendrick versus SZA, and I was like, "Hey, hey. put me in that." <laughs> Unfortunately, why, why are only... we why are we putting these people together <laughs> or against each other? Hey, I I am mad if it gets to, if it means I get to jam out to all three while I'm, while I'm <laughs> dying enough. on a bike. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't do that one because it started at eleven thirty on Sunday, mm. so that means no football. Right? Oh no. Which are you doing it all... earlier before the games? Yeah, it's at nine thirty. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. Which one are we all doing? I don't think ours had a theme. Ours was just literally just titled "Soul Survivor." So I'm like, guess we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> that one sounds a little tough. Because yeah, we wanted to, to go with Ashley, because that's that's Jay's favorite uh, instructor is Ashley. Oh, nice. So yeah. Well, good luck, brother. Those cycling classes can get very intense. Yeah, if we're hanging out on Sunday watching the games or something, I I might just be on the couch just. Who's gonna be clenching <laughs> his cheeks the whole time? Just. <laughs> he gonna be he gonna be melting. Big slump. Oh. Um. Well. So many things have happened in this week of football. The yeah. playoffs are upon us. Um. Black Monday has happened, so all the coaches have been fired. Um, thankfully, and um, house across the league. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what uh, that's what happens. And right this here. coaching cycle, oh my god! Like this might be the most insane coaching cycle we've ever seen, and or and, like will ever see. Yeah, honestly, probably. I mean, it's the end of the it's the end of an era for a lot of like like coaches that have been there forever. Just like yeah, we're we're saying bye to like oh well let's go let's go let's go one by one. Let's let's not let's not just start naming people. <laughs> right, uh, yeah. Well, first uh, it's uh Rip Bozo to Arthur Smith okay, yeah, we're getting, in we're Atlanta. Getting the bad ones out of the way. <laughs> um, it's about time. I believe he was fired like like right on the dot as soon as the clock struck midnight oh, yeah. he was he was gone no bro. they lost that game <laughs> they wasted no time i saw someone say he say he uh he got that zoom meeting for the uh <laughs> for, like for the next morning like immediately after the game shit killed me oh man oh, yeah arthur smith he's a bad coach he's a bad coach the falcons will be better like no matter who they hire oh yeah. we're lagging again i mean maybe he can be a dc somewhere but uh 
hopefully that uh hopefully that oh. doesn't uh do him or hopefully whatever team he goes to doesn't do too bad um and if you're watching the video hopefully the uh the audio or the video is not a uh, it's been pausing on us today but i'm gonna hope that does not translate into anything bad we will make this a audio episode. <laughs> cool, cool. That's, that's okay. Yeah. Um, as long as this shit... My hair doesn't look that great anyway today. It's fine. Yeah, it's all good. Um, and then I can wear this shirt another time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Arthur Smith, bad coach. As a Saints fan, you know, I, I, hoped, he stay, I hoped he stuck around. Um, but <laughs> unfortunately, now all the talent that is on that Atlanta roster... Will have a better chance of being used properly. So, do you know that uh, Atlanta had like the most tight end yards in the league? I saw that, bro. <laughs> and oh. I bet like two, the oh, Kyle God. Pitt was like third on that list. Uh, yeah, for his own team. For his own team. Insane. Uh, next up, another bad coach getting kicked out. We got Ron Rivera. I think everyone saw this one coming. I feel like this one was pretty yeah. due. Ron Rivera yeah. had his moments, you know, when he was on the Panthers. He was a pretty good coach. But, you know, Commanders has not worked out for him. That's mid. about all you can say. Yeah, it's been <laughs> mid. <laughs> pretty much. We'll see. Been... We'll see what direction they go. I mean, that. I think Commanders are a, a pretty good looking, like, spot if you're a potential coach. I think they're a very, like, like higher priority team that like if you're if you're a free agent coach right now and you're looking at all the teams that just got that just like lost their coach i'm looking at i'm looking at washington and i'm looking at or i was gonna say chicago but chicago didn't lose your spot but atlanta and <laughs> i say seattle and seattle's pretty oh i forgot about p carroll Newton. but but as far as futures go commanders have the second overall pick have a great receiving core have if they don't want to go quarterback, they have Sam Howell who they can still try and run it back with. Um, either way, that second overall pick, that's yeah. that's juicy. Yeah, for sure. Especially I know this draft class is pretty. Yeah, pretty especially standard. in this draft class. I mean, that's you're talking about Marvin Harrison Jr. or like Caleb Williams. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna guarantee get one of those two. Players. Yeah. And if you like Drake May, you can get Drake May too. Hey, I think I think that's probably what they'll end up going with at that pick personally but i you think drake may probably yeah i mean people are talking about how like drake may is like all the attention is on the flashiness of caleb williams but drake may is equally as mm -hmm. good mm -hmm. at least so i've heard i haven't uh i don't think i'll get I, I think it'll be a while until i get into the the weeds of the draft yeah definitely but, definitely for after super bowl and all that for sure um Speaking of coaches being fired, <laughs> you gotta um, use that for everyone. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I just I I realized the silliness of it. Great to hear that line eight more times. Um, but uh, Mike Rabel also got fired. In my opinion, the worst for sure. The worst firing of the entire coaching cycle. What are yeah. you doing, Tennessee? I don't. Are you are you no. stupid or are you dumb? Like. <laughs> Mike Vrabel was the very least of your, like, problems there. You have one of the least talented rosters in the league, and you decide to get rid of the coach who was just pulling that team for the past, like, five years, just been pulling that team 
to winning records and like he fails to get a winning record one year and all of a sudden you're like yeah get this fucker out of here with ryan Tannehill and will levis with running it back with a declining derrick henry a 48 year old deandre hopkins <laughs> and Traylon burks who you traded away for aj fucking brown no way no way my brain will signed off on the aj brown trade yeah no way i it, it is crazy because my i that's like the, the basically the best coach in that division i think yeah 100 percent. and i don't know what... shane steichen has been really great i don't want to i don't want to and Diego sure. ryan's fuck that's a great division yeah, but, like, talking about, like, a whole body of work, yeah. Mike Rabel, like, they were literally like, the one seed a few years yeah. ago. Like, that's... Yeah. Why, why are we letting go of Mike Rabel right now? Yeah. I don't know. Wherever he goes... I'm trying to think of... I'm trying to think of, like, the best fit for him. I've seen a lot of people say New England is so, where he's gonna go. But, uh, speaking of Bill Belichick, who also got fired... Oh, yeah. Um, That's pretty crazy. Bill Belichick, that that is what to me signifies the end of the era. One hundred. Yeah, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban going along with that, um, but yeah, Bill Belichick. I yeah. mean, love him or hate him, he's he's like the most Hall of Fame coach that's ever existed. Besides yeah. maybe like Don Shula, he was like fourteen wins away, or like thirty something wins away from Don Shula's record. Damn. But like. Hey, and he could still go somewhere else. He could. He could still go. He could still try. Just to be with the organization for that long and then just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, today. <laughs> How long was he with uh, New England? Like, like, fucking 22 years? That sounds about right. right, yeah. Like, no, probably longer than that. Probably like 25. Well, Pete Carroll was there originally. and As the Patriots head coach? Yeah. No way? Yeah. Bro. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, I did not know that. Um, he, and he, yes, he is also the next coach on the list. Well, he <laughs> didn't. Carol as well. Apparently, he didn't get fired. Mm. Or no, no, did he get fired? I don't know. But he's no, going like, to like stay yeah. with the organization. I think it was like a mutual decision that they made. I could see him moving into like the front office somewhere. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. he's definitely earned that. Or at least some kind of like assistant coach or like something similar to like the way that, uh, who's, uh, who's, Jesus, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Who was with the Eagles last year as like a defensive consultant? Like he's, he was like a very like long standing defensive mind in the league. Um, former coach of the Broncos at one point, DC for the Bears at one point. You're not talking about Vic Fangio. Right? Yes, I am oh, talking okay. about Vic Fangio. Um, so maybe maybe he'll do some kind of like Fangio stuff with the, uh, a la the twenty twenty two uh, Eagles or I guess that's this year right? I don't know anything. I think it was last year. I... Yeah, that was last year. Yeah. Uh, uh okay. Let's see. Go through. Mike Vrabel, Tennessee's an idiot. Bill Belichick, end of an era. Yeah. Uh, Pete Carroll, oh. also end of an era. Also, Pete yeah, Pete huge. Carroll for sure. That is huge. Um, Another and, Hall of Fame coach. And uh, you were saying how Mike Rabel was uh, kind of slated to be the coach of the Patriots, and I could totally see that because he, he was very. He uh, played for the Patriots. I yeah. mean, he's he's got he's got connections there. I could see it. I could see it. Well, the Patriots already hired Jared Mayo. Did they uh, actually hire him? Yeah, I think I, so. I saw things about like. There was like something like it was like put into like Belichick's contract that Jared Mayo was gonna be the next coach or something like that. 
Associated Press says they have agreed to hire Jared Mayo. NBC News says the same. Oh, yeah. Ten hours ago, Patriots hired Jared Mayo as head coach. Wow. Yeah, that was fast. That's right. Damn. Yeah, they they must have known. They must have known from like from the get go that that was going to happen. It it is kind of crazy. This is a Patriots thing to do. I feel like just get the guy that like no one was not on anyone's radar. (laughs) Was he was he already like within the organization or did He, he... he played for the Patriots? So I don't know. I don't know if the coaching thing. Let me look and see. Oh, he's been the he's been the inside linebackers coach. Oh, for the past four years. So I mean, they knew they knew he was. I guess they knew his coaching style. That's crazy though to take over for the Patriots after Bill Belichick. I, mean, I guess tough. they. I guess he knows the organization in and out. Um, he's been there for four years. Yeah, four years as the linebacker coach, and then he played for him for a while as well. I mean, he was a great linebacker. Uh, he played for them from 2008 to 2015. And then from 2019 to 2023, he was the linebackers coach. It's already on the wiki that he's the head coach. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Damn. Wow. So it's so it's official, folks. This is a first round pick. Interesting. Oh, wow. Um. Oh, shout out, Jared Mayo. Yeah. Yep. Jared Mayo. All right. Well, uh, Brable won't be going to the, uh, to the Patriots. Then I'm thinking like, oh, uh, I wish I saw that graphic of all the teams that uh have like vacant head coaching jobs yeah i mean because along with the falcons commanders titans patriots seahawks uh there's also like the ones that already hire fire their head coach like the raiders the panthers the chargers the chargers the chargers i think is a great spot for whoever gets it oh that too yeah i think they have a i think they have a like i think they have a prime opportunity to, to be good there. Arthur Smith, you are. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think you're and the Chargers teams. are cursed, so they are gonna hire Arthur Smith. <laughs> no, you know how cursed the Chargers are. I saw reports of them trying to hire Raheem Morris, our defensive coordinator, <laughs> which is what they did before. Is poaching our defensive coordinator uh, from the Rams. So yeah. I'm like, really, you guys are gonna try that again? Raheem Morris might get poached though. He probably will. I mean, with what he's done with that, with like such a young team in LA, like he's, he's probably getting poached. And he was, he was really, I mean, we, we won a Super Bowl with him as well. Has he been there for that long? Yeah. He's been there for a while. His, uh, he got poached away from us in 2020 when Mm. we had, I think that was our out of like from 2020 to now, I think 2020 was probably our best defensive year. Um, that was the year that we basically like carried Jared Goff into the playoffs mm-hmm. uh, defensively. And so then um, Raheem Morris kind of was doing like similar things as him. Um, but uh, I don't know. I feel like he's he's better with the players um, and his scheme is good as well. Uh, he the, all of our players really like him. So that's okay. that's why I like him as well um yeah if they're good they get poached though that's just the it's just the way of the game man in like not quite head coach firing news but just general like uh, they the bears fired a bunch of the the staff mm-hmm. on on there not matt eberflus though they clean out everyone but eberflus man they, they were like everyone's gone but we're gonna keep you matt no yeah even though you haven't done anything to earn that role <laughs> it, it is, is crazy wasn't it justin like... fields like complaining about 
About Eberflus? Probably. Like, earlier in the season, too. Like, I swear, like... I think he was just complaining about the coaching and, like, play calling. I don't know how much Eberflus had to do with the play calling. Maybe he's a defensive-minded coach. I believe he is. Okay, yeah. And their defense has kind of turned around the last few weeks. So I could see the reasoning for it. I will say, though, the fact that Eberflus is staying, I think... Uh, the fact that they're keeping him around, I think that that means that they're definitely going to go with the quarterback in the draft. Yeah, they should. They're going to let Eberflus get his guy or whatever, because that's what the Bears do. They draft a QB and then... Ruin him. And doesn't work between the QB and the coach, and then they fire the coach, and they get a new coach, and then the coach doesn't work well with the QB, so they get rid of the QB and get a new QB, and then it doesn't work well with that, so then they just fire the coach, <laughs> and it's just it's a repetitive cycle. It's just, it keeps happening. It makes so, me so sad. Caleb Williams is going to get drafted, and then it's not going to go well. The, the first year is not going to go well, so then they're going to go like, you know, 7-9 and nine again, or like 6-10, and 10 and, or 6-10, and 10, we, what is this, fucking 2019? <laughs> uh, going to go like 7-10, and 10 or, you know... 6-11. and 6-11, and 11, and then they're going to fire the coach, and then it's just going to be a whole other cycle. I mean, that's what it, if you're, if you are cleaning house with everyone except for the head coach, like, I think you're already on the hot seat, to be honest, mm -hmm. like, because yeah. it's also like, who hired the offensive coordinator, mm -hmm. defensive coordinator and mm -hmm. running back coach? Those, those, I'm pretty sure most of them were his guys. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like you definitely had a part in bringing them in. We're yeah. all looking for the guy who did this. <laughs> Matt Eberflus is standing at the center going like where is, where are you? We're gonna find you. Um the yeah. Panthers fired their GM. Yeah, they're they're in hell anyway. It's fine. The Giants fired their O line coach. Makes sense. I mean they had the worst O line in the league. Yeah. They um, mutually parted ways with their defensive did coordinator. Did you hear the story about this one? I did this not. shit killed me. I only saw one report about it, but if it's true, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> they had a meeting with the like a all coaches meeting, like the day after the last game. Like on Monday after the last game. And apparently Wink Martindale, DC, or former DC, just left and then he just like left and they like <laughs> not a single word he's like right. he just you know he like apparently like things got heated or something and he just left and no one could like get a hold of him <laughs> so then they mutually parted ways huh bro blocked all their numbers did. Yeah, yeah. bro deleted everything from his instagram <laughs> took giants out of his bio aj brown did that yeah i saw he that all his uh all the eagle stuff I don't know. Then people do that shit all the time. Is it the, is it the contract that. year for AJ Brown? I have He's no probably idea. trying to get paid. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. But it's also kind of crazy. Like you have a game. I don't like, know. Like play for literally this Sunday, brother. Like <laughs> you got to suit up still, the dog. Like Eagles are crazy, man. Yeah, they're kind of um, falling down the. Bro, I mean, we'll get we'll get into this later, but yeah. uh, they they might be <laughs> that first round matchup is not looking too good. Yeah. God, and in this whole fucking carousel of immaculate coaches getting fired and, like, great, like, opportunities and all this this amazing pool that we're looking at, we are still rocking back with fucking Dennis Allen. <laughs> we're running it back? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, bro, you could have Bill Belichick. Right? We could have Bill Belichick. We could have Mike Vrabel. I want Mike Vrabel. Bro, you could have Arthur Smith. I would do... <laughs> I would... God, dude. I would do... 
ungodly things to get Mike Rabel to coach the Saints. Bro, it Mike so Rabel would good. it really would. It would be perfect. Joey's doing ungodly I, things. I will bro. I will fucking do anything. <laughs> I bro, should don't do, like, tempt me. You should do like witchcraft. Like you should hex <laughs> you should hex Dennis Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Next time y'all come over, y'all see what I did is my fucking Mike Rabel shrine. Don't say shit. <laughs> oh my, oh my god. god. You know what's funny is because I was like, they're, they're like I'm trying I was trying to think of like a good uh defense uh defensive team that lost their head coach. But I'm like, but that's like the Saints though. That's like kind of the Saints. Like I feel like the Saints like that's the matchup that I'm seeing. It would be perfect. Mike Vrabel as a Saints coach would literally be perfect. Yeah, so... like we would, we would be, we would, we would win the division for the next like ten years. Didn't they already say they're keeping? Um... Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. they're they're standing on business. I think so. I don't know. Oh. Pretty much every uh, report that I've seen, which I knew they were gonna, because they're they have no fucking balls. They're just like Dennis Allen. They have no fucking balls. And now our whole team's gonna fall apart because nobody wants to fucking play for Dennis Allen. Dennis Small Dick Allen. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> I heard that is what they call him around the street. Yeah, Dickless Dennis. You know? Dickless Dennis. It's it's crazy, man. I just I just hate our front office. I just can't it's so it's so infuriating. Yeah. Move on. He's not a good head coach. But uh <sighs> anyway. You know who used to be a good head coach? John Gruden. And apparently, I do not want that man in our building. We have had enough. We have had enough fucking, uh, like, gossip and like uh tabloidy type things to happen in our organization. The yeah. last thing I fucking want is John Gruden coming back into our in, into the league. I don't care if he worked well with Carr. I don't. I do not want him back in the league. I want Mike Rabel. That's, that's all I want. No, that's completely fair. That's all I want. Hey, imagine dream dream off season, a fantasy off season for the Saints. Uh get uh Mike Rabel and draft Jaden Daniels. Yes. If we get Mike Rabel, I'll keep Carr. Fuck. I like if we had Rabel, I would not be caught I would not be mad at running back with Carr. I know he wasn't great, but like I don't care. At least our defense would be good enough. Yeah, we have the weapons along with Cardiff. Yeah, exactly. Make something happen. I, I would much rather we we pick like Roma Dunze or um, Malik Neighbors. Malik Neighbors won't be there by our pick. Like, yeah. but but like Roma Dunze would be great. Keon Coleman is a great like supposed to play guy. He's I don't he's kind of similar to Olave, so I I don't know if I'd want him. I'd want like a lot of the a lot of these guys are like. Because a lot of like the receivers in this class are like big play guys, like mm-hmm. Roma Dunze and Malik Neighbors and Keon Coleman. I don't know. I just we we can we can move on. I've gotten so far off topic here. <laughs> no, you're good. I just good. Dennis Allen is still bad. That's all I needed to say. Not in NFL news, but Nick Saban retired. Yeah. That yeah. That is that. talking about ends of an era, man. Yeah. That is... Damn. He won six titles with with Alabama. Yeah, no, that that man is. It's it's hard to imagine where Alabama goes moving forward. I think they already hired somebody. Damn, what is it with these quick post hiring? I know, right? <laughs> who, do, who do these organizations think they are replacing 
like the iconic coach for real like all-time <laughs> like coaches. so fast you're telling like, me like two of the best coaches to ever do it are already like, replaced. easily replaceable like bro they might i mean i guess when you're that good you, you have plans you have like backup plans and stuff and they're both they both were really old so i'm sure the organization was thinking about they're probably like been oh. going through the like interview process with coaches and like been doing their research on who's gonna replace them when it became that time i i totally forgot that they hired kalen DeBoer, the coach for washington they actually hired him yeah oh my god this is that's also like breaking news like the oldest the oldest headline i'm seeing is from eight hours ago you heard it here for first ladies and gentlemen yeah this Wait, is who, so who was it he's uh washington's coach kalen oh. DeBoer, her former coach i guess the the washington that just made the they, they were awesome yeah oh. Damn, what the... All right. Nope. Okay, I mean, you were just the, like, what, the second yeah. seed? Yeah. Uh, was Washington? Yeah, yeah, they were second seed, because they were, yeah. Bro said deuces, like... Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is, I mean, if you got the chance to coach for Alabama, you do it, though. Yeah. But I... that's also, like, like, damn, you're trying to follow in those footsteps? Like, that's... Yeah. Kind of like that's I would be scared, <laughs> but Personally. I mean that also, especially with like how NIL works and everything nowadays, like that makes that makes your job put law like easier almost. Mm, I don't know. Because you're don't like know. as far as like the talent that comes in. If you know how to use talent around you, then like you're set. Like all you got the main thing you got to worry about in college level is getting that talent, and Alabama is the place that's gonna get the talent. True, yeah. I've played NCAA <laughs> video games before. I've not, actually. But I, I, played the, I played them in, like, when I was, like, 12 or something like that. I think, like, NCAA 12 or, like, maybe maybe it was, like, 10 or something. They were fun. They had this mascot game. Yeah. Bro, you literally played, yes. the, like, 11 of the mascots versus 11 of the other mascots. What? That's yeah. so fun. I used to play as the Stanford Trees, and that was fun. So, <laughs> nice. like, 11 trees just running around. It was so good. <laughs> They all had like 99 stats. <laughs> they were just oh, running nice. around slipping. It was so fun. Dude, the mini games on like old football video games used to go crazy. Like Damn. the like like the pra like for some reason like the old Madden like practice drills used to go so hard for Bro, no reason. Make Madden great again. Like Honestly, that's what on. I'm saying. Um let's see. R.I.P. Nick Saban. Yep. R.I.P. His, uh, he's not dead but his statue out there i love it man. it's so good it looked like he died it did. the way it that did. people were putting flowers in my <laughs> it's a sad day in Bama. yeah how long was he coaching for because he was coaching in the Fuck nfl you. for a while too right he's, i mean he's been he, i'm pretty sure him and belichick are the same age are they, are they not both 77 or something like that they're both very old yeah was about they're both time. retirement age <laughs> what oh, belichick still kicking, so. uh saving 72 Oh, oh damn, a young buck. <laughs> yeah, still in the prime of life. Uh, he's been the coach of Bama since '07. But yeah, I mean, he was he was great even before when he was on LSU. Uh, I was like a baby, but I still remember. Uh, like, cause I I always had that weird feeling because I never really paid much attention to college football, but uh, I do remember like seeing Nick Saban in an LSU uniform, mm -hmm. and then like I didn't put it together until like. A few years ago that i was like and i was like oh the same nick saban that is the current coach for bama was also like killing it in lsu yeah. back in like the early 2000s uh he coached in the nfl for a little bit too him and belichick were on the, were on the browns together oh, oh damn wild. yeah they, it was a uh, 91 to 94 
uh, Saban was the defensive coordinator, and Belichick was, I think, the head coach at one point. Um, what a crazy dude! Yeah, I mean, yeah. definitely not like while well, they're in, pri- in their primes of coaching, but no, but still. Yeah, when people always bring up how like uh like Kyle Shanahan, Mike LaFleur, Mike LaFleur, and Sean McVay were all on the same staff in Washington, mm-hmm. um, people forget about Nick Saban and Bill Belichick being on the same team. Yeah, no, um, Bill Belichick was the head coach of the Browns from ninety one to ninety five, and Nick Damn. Saban was his defensive coordinator. Damn, that's insane. Yep, that is crazy. Fun little fact there. Yeah, I've seen, so many, I've seen so many clips of them like in Brown's gear, like on the sideline <laughs> lately, and I'm like, that's crazy. It's the so weird. So hard. <laughs> the the like, there was one specifically of them like hugging after a big thing, and I'm like, I'm like this is so like, legends. <laughs> this is so weird. Yeah. See, why am I seeing a fan cam of Bill Belichick and Nick Saban right now? Um. Yeah. Well. That was all the the big news that's that's happened in the league. Yeah. Um, there was no shortage of it, but yeah, there there's always there's always a bunch that happens after after the regular season. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of that regular season, it has come to a close. It has come to a close. Our beloved uh, our beloved teams. Some of us have ceased to continue playing football games. And the legacy of NFL football carries on in the playoffs. But we should talk about some of these Week 18 games because there are a few that were kind of crazy. Um, With playoff implications. The game of the week. The Texans beat the Colts 23-19 to mm-hmm. to clinch a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and also to clinch the division as well. Yes. After the Jaguars choked away a loss to the Mike Vrabel led <laughs> Titans um when the Titans had nothing to gain from this except for sweet sweet joy and uh, <laughs> eliminating from taking a division rival out and playing spoiler yeah which has to feel good you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. like that's that's your Super Bowl like whenever I talk about beating the Niners which this is not one of the games that uh, that we're going to be covering, but we did beat the Niners uh, in Week 18, like 21 to oh, 20. Oh, and we stomped on the Falcons. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was crazy. God, I love that. Uh, that was my Super Bowl. Um, but, yeah, Jaguars lost because they're idiots and the most disappointing team of the season. Oh, 100%. Yeah, like, gotta be. talk about a team with high expectations coming into the season behind the entire team them and the seahawks are i think are pretty close yeah i was gonna also say calvin ridley oh my god the calvin ridley (laughs) oh my god kill me now the the preseason clips of ridley (laughs) no i was gonna say bro like you know that scene and i think it's the marshall he's like bang out of the class no 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 yeah me watching myself get hyped up with those preseason clips of him running routes in training (laughs) compared to zay jones no i'm so mad at myself what was i thinking to be fair i'm so he looked really good he did he did but then he wasn't able to like catch anything i feel like because i saw this i saw this clip on twitter that was like uh like just a bunch of like 
It was framed like Trevor Lawrence near misses. Oh yeah, but I was like two minutes it. of Trevor Lawrence throws that yeah. were like supposed to be touchdowns, and the receivers failed every single time. No, yeah, that's what I was like. What is this like anti-Trevor Lawrence slander? Because right now I'm seeing like Calvin Ridley drop a bunch of like wide open Over passes. Over a minute right now. of it had to be a Calvin Ridley. And I was Zay like, Jones had some too, but like yeah, most of it sure. had to be Calvin Ridley. I kept seeing zero and seven, and I was seeing zero a lot more than seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they went on. Uh, they the Jags had the one seed at one point this year, and um, they did they did have the one seed at one point, and then they lost like like five of their last six or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it was. It, it come on, like what? How do you even do that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because they were literally like, like eight and three at one point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I was gonna say six and three, but yeah, I think. It, like I know that the the Texans and Colts were better than people expected, but like that doesn't give you the like you still should be leading that division. Like you should be easily winning that division, and instead you're losing to the Titans, uh, on in week eighteen to right. lose your shot into the playoffs. And a game that didn't even matter to the Titans. No, at all. no, like they had no reason to beat no. you. The only thing I, I was I did think about this on the way there. They might have thought that winning the game might have kept Mike Vrabel around. Because maybe no, there was like whispers of like Mike Vrabel maybe getting fired. But then they won anyway and they were and tight Texans mm. uh or yeah Tennessee front office was still like yeah get Vrabel out of here. It's crazy because uh apparently the Titans were also looking like to potentially to trade Mike Vrabel. Um but then they said it would take too long. Yeah. <laughs> that was like <laughs> You mean like (laughs) as a rebuilding team, you're trying to not get assets? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Also, what do you mean it's going to take too long? Y'all aren't in the playoffs. Like, (laughs) you have all the time in the world. Literally, you're going to be on the couch watching the games. So, yeah, they they said they wanted to start the like interview processes and stuff like that. Like, bro, (laughs) come on. You couldn't have waited like a week or two until like, I, I forget when it is that you can like start hiring. I think it's like, I want to say it's like in like two weeks or something like that. I don't know. Oh you yeah, because uh, Mike Vrabel, though. If Sean Payton can get you a first round pick, you can get a first round pick from Mike yeah. Vrabel. Yeah, at least a second. You know, I don't at think least. it's that that bad. At least. Um, speaking of chokes, though, the Eagles choked away the second seed and the division to the <laughs> six and eleven Giants in a ten to twenty seven game. To be fair, they had already lost the division, even even if they didn't win this game. True, yeah, but it's also like <laughs> they they got halfway through the game and they were like they were like ah we we're gonna rest our starters anyway <laughs> now that now that our starters are hurt because yeah. we played them in this meaningless game. I don't know. Eagles. Eagles no. have fallen off a cliff to end the season. Absolute cliff. What? The, I what? think literally losing like are are they the also, rest of their games? Are they also like five of their last six or something like that? I feel like it's like worse than that because because they didn't they have like an eleven and one record, and then they lost the rest of the game. They lost to the Cards and Giants in back to back weeks, and then they Oof. lost or they won against the Giants before that. And then they had three uh, losses in a row against the Seahawks, Cowboys, and Niners. Yeah, they oh, so... lost five of their last six. Yep. Crazy, crazy how the Eagles and the uh, the Eagles and the Jags are the reverse Rams and Bills. 
<laughs> because the Rams and the Bills also won, uh, like, the Bills, I think, won out in December to end the season. Yeah. No, yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, their last loss was against the Eagles in week 12. And they won five straight after that. Yeah, they won out. Incredible. Yeah. So they were on a roll. Yeah, and that last one being that last one being against the Dolphins that won them the division. Oh, true. Which that was a fight. That was a crazy one. Um, I'm interested to see what happens if they meet again in the playoffs. Cause they. Uh, oh wait, at least the way that I have the bracket shaking out, I don't think that they will. I also don't think that. I will have the meeting I, again. I think the Browns have to win in order for them to face off. Can I look at this real quick, please? The way I have my bracket shaking out, I have the Bills meeting the Chiefs in the second round, which that would be pretty juicy. That would be juicy. Yeah. Well, hey, let's not let's not spoil our oh, bracket. True, true, yeah, that's true, true. just a little hey, 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 because I was looking at their like end of the season too, and I was like, "Wow, the Dolphins have not beat anyone very good at all." It's um, it's also crazy that in a game, uh, also similar game that the Dolphins lost against like a good team in the Chiefs earlier this season, they also lost that game twenty-one to fourteen, with the sole uh, touchdown difference being like a punt return. So, like, what's going on, Dolphins? Really, the only uh, win that the Dolphins have against any respectable team is against the Cowboys, which they won 22-20. to That was three weeks ago. That was like, a weird one. I remember that one. Every other game they've won, like, the Chargers maybe have been, like... Maybe the Chargers in week one. Yeah, they beat the Chargers week one. That was a crazy-ass game. I totally forgot about that. They've lost to the Bills. They've lost to the Eagles. They've lost to the Chiefs. they lost to the Titans. And then the last two games, they lost to the Ravens and Bills again. The Dolphins in a, a rise-to-the-moment occasion. Sorry, I was trying to do that Squidward meme. The Dolphins <laughs> in a competition... Er, sorry, we'll just we'll move on. Um, she's stroking me beef. <laughs> she's stroking me beef. My beef. She's, she's stroking. stroking me off. My beef. We got. She's stroking me off. So we got beef. Like, yeah, I don't even uh, know what meme you're referring to. Yeah, that one, that you know the Squidward so where he's like, he's he's like he's like, you know, you me, was... me when I'm in a competition with the dolphins, uh, rising up. To the occasion, but losing. Ah, uh, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, like it doesn't quite. Uh, uh, it doesn't quite work. Uh, I, I'll I'll cook something up by the end of this podcast. Don't don't you, you worry. You don't know the beef she's stroking me. I mean, I've heard that, that but okay. I didn't. I just want to make sure. I don't think I know <laughs> the sure. the Squidward meme behind it. Yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I got you. Okay. Yeah, where his lips are like pursed, and he's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that was good. That was good. Right? That was good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, anyways, 
thumbnail. That was insane. Um, but yeah, now that the season is done, I kind of wanted to do a little season look back on on what we did, what we predicted, and how bad it is. Why don't we end with MVP and start with Offensive Player of the Year? This can be our little final predictions as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Offensive Player of the Year to start. Uh, before the season, I thought it was going to be Justin Jefferson. I did as well. That's who I had. Who did I have? You had Jamar Chase. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't hate any of this. Maybe if Justin Jefferson didn't get injured. Yeah, yeah. Or if Joe Burrow Joe never got injured. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, my offensive player of the year pick in now, yeah. after the season, it's got to be Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. either him or Tyreek, right? Uh, it's definitely been between him or Tyreek Hill. Mm. Uh, I, I have to leave McCaffrey as well, though. Yeah, I'll probably do the same. Oh, Jesus. I, above my postseason awards, it's the Bears are making the playoffs. <laughs> I remember. Oh, oh my God. I, that, was like, that was like one of the first episodes, like episode two, maybe. Yeah. It, it literally, yeah, it's. Y'all were was both on that Bears hype train. Oh, man. You were, you were, you were on there a little bit, too, because I remember I was alone. I don't know. He, you had, you had a... the Bears above the, uh, above the Vikings, I think. That's funny. Hey, listen, that that take evolved into me just doubling down on Justin Fields being good. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I still believe. I still believe. Mm-hmm. Um, when he goes to Atlanta, you'll understand. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> uh, um, next up, we got Defensive Player of the Year. So we're all, we're all pretty much locking McCaffrey. I think he's I think he's a shoo-in as well. I think so, too. Uh, I mean, shout out to CeeDee Lamb. He had a great season. Yeah. Shout out to Tyreek Hill. Another yeah. also a great season. But CD's ended off the year very strong, so he might have a case. He, yeah. I mean he definitely has a case. He's like he's first in receptions, second in receiving yards behind Tyreek. Um I think he's he's pretty high up there in touchdowns as well, I, I would imagine. Yeah. But he's also an all pro. Yeah, he's also an all pro. So, so. is Tyreek Hill. Yeah. But so is Christian McCaffrey. Robin McCaffrey is very clearly the mm. running back one. Yeah. So I think sure. that I think that gives him the win. Uh, next up, we got Defensive Player of the Year. I am disappointed in myself because I put Nick Bosa. Oh damn! Yeah. What what happened with him? I have no clue. <laughs> he just he just disappeared. I what guess. What the fuck has Nick Bosa been doing all year? <laughs> I know he's like I don't know like third or fourth in sacks or something like that. I'm, sh- he... I'm sure he's still been good. I'm looking it up. Nick Bosa. Uh... Uh, excuse me, where where is Nick Bosa? He has ten and a half. Damn. That's that's one, two, three. After getting paid? That's crazy. He is seventeenth. Or tied seventeenth. Yeah, tied for seventeenth. Crazy. He's tied with Chris Jones who didn't even play the entire year. And he's as an in, and he's an interior guy. He played all seventeen games? Wow. I think I have Michael Parsons as my DPOI. Uh, you did, yeah. Hey, he's definitely still in it. I think he's got a chance. I had I had Aaron Donald because I'm a Rams fan, but my honorable mentions were Miles Garrett and Quinnen Williams. 
who are both all pros, and Miles Garrett has a very good case to be defensive player of the year this year. I think. I think um, it's going to TJ Watt. He is the sack leader, and like I understand that, but I'm still going with Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett is just so dominant. Yeah, he is. He is the defense. Like he, he is such a cornerstone in there, and and like TJ Watt is as well. But but Miles Garrett, when you watch when you watch them play each individually. You watch Miles Garrett play, and you're like, every moment, you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You're just like, wow. And especially after that, like, I think it was against the Ravens, where he had, like, that by himself, like, 14-point swing. Because he, like, oh, yeah. he, like blocked that kick, and then he, like, got the pick six or mm-hmm. whatever. It, it, bro, like, it's got to go to Miles. He needs, give him his flowers. That's what I'm saying. Like, like he is due. He is due. He is. And if there was a, a year to get it, it would be now. I, I'm really torn on both of them, to be honest. I think I have TJ Watt as mine, just because in a similar fashion to where, uh, like, TJ Watt has also had games where he's had, like, 14 point swings in and of himself. I'm thinking specifically of the game against the Rams. Like, if TJ Watt did not play against the Rams, I think we would have won. But uh, T.J. Watt had, like, an interception. He had a couple of sacks in that game, if I'm remembering correctly. So, I don't know. It was just, uh, it, it's it's hard not to. Yeah, I don't know. He's got the, the stats, but. How often does and he has the stats. Yeah. How often does a uh, DPOY go to, like, a corner or something? Not very not often. Very not it went to. Uh, Stephon Gilmore. He got it pretty recently. But before that, I mean. Especially because this year there wasn't like any like standout corners besides Deron Bland, but True. even then he just got the pick sixes. Like, yeah, Trayvon Trayvon Diggs didn't get it that year, so yeah, so, like they're not gonna give it to Bland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going Garrett. Y'all are going Watt. I'll go with Watt. Fair. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. This one I think is the biggest, like debate. Who do you go with, Puka or Shroud? Puka Nakua, baby. <laughs> hey, listen, 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 listen. We have loved CJ Stroud this entire year. I've been hyping him up this entire season. I don't know where you guys stand in this debate, but as the Rams fan, I have I have to push the Puka Nakua agenda no matter how much I love CJ Stroud. And, that's and so Puka Nakua is the best rookie wide receiver this league has ever seen because he has the most yards out of any rookie wide receiver is the most receptions out of any rookie wide receiver. Like you, he's, he's broken records from literally the 1960s. So like for me, it's kind of hard to give it to anyone else. Yeah. I kind of agree with you. Just the fact because of like, the counting stats he did put up and like the amount of records he did break it's like yeah that's kind of hard to argue on one hand you have puka nakua a wide receiver who has broken pretty much in, in he's broken every record you can ask a rookie wide receiver to break yeah uh he has amazing stats amazing receptions he's um, he's fun to watch uh on a team in the super bowl Oh, I hope so. Let's make <laughs> that into an exotic playoffs. <laughs> my, my head's spinning. 
Uh, Joby read the script. Fuck, <laughs> my bad. Um, a team that's in the playoffs. He's like, on a year where Cooper Cup has had kind of a down year, Puka has picked up a slack. And then on the other hand, you have CJ Stroud, a super talented quarterback who's like, been like not like in MVP conversations, but been on like whispers. Like people have thrown him in there, been yeah, like, been yeah. like, hey, what about Stroud? Yeah. Like he's he's been in there, and he took this team that won three games last year, and they are now they won their division, and they are now in the playoffs. And he like CJ Stroud is the reason for that. Like you yeah. can you can say D'Amico Ryan's as well, and like their defense has been good, and the the receivers have been good. CJ Stroud makes that team. One hundred percent. So like, which way do you go? Yeah. Like, I you're not wrong either way. Is the thing I yeah. don't think that you're wrong either way. I think it's gonna go to Puka though. Yeah, I'm. I, I would love that. I think I think because of the rookie wide receiver record, I think it has to go to him. Yeah, yeah. he is literally the best rookie that you could ask for. Mm-hmm. Let Stroud win, win his MVPs. Yeah, yeah. Let Stroud yeah. win his MVPs in the next coming year. Let him. Let him do that. Puka is the best offensive rookie of the year, in my opinion. Let's fucking go. I thought I thought that was not going to be unanimous because because of all the reasons that you said. Yeah. Because quite simply, like, it's while the like records being broken is a pretty huge deal. I I also think that like it's really hard to ignore like literally CJ Stroud as a rookie taking his team yeah. to the playoffs, winning the division when he was literally picked with the second overall pick just the year prior. Yeah. I think I think Stroud will win it, honestly. I mean, cause, it wouldn't surprise cause, me. I, mean, I don't know what the voters value is the thing. Well, when when you think about it, if you're just like if you look at it from just an average fan standpoint, Who's the best rookie right now? Oh, yeah. It's this dude who was taken second overall that this quarterback, especially, that mm-hmm. led his team to the playoffs. Like, that's that's what it's going to be. I don't think... I don't think... I mean, but, like, like if you, look, if you go a little bit deeper into it, you're like, okay, yeah, this... Here's a wide receiver who broke every single record and then a quarterback who played really well. Puka's on a bigger market team as well, so they might... That might sway votes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They get more media. It's it, this the the, the voters... positional value to me is the thing that scares me a little bit. I I think uh, yeah, that yeah. maybe people might that that's the thing. Be looking at QB. If you're just looking at performances based on you know the players around them and stuff and the players at their position and like past players at their positions, then like it's obviously got to go to Puka. But then you got to put positional. Uh, it, like positional value into there and that's what makes me say that Stroud can get it i won't be surprised either way yeah they're both very deserving yeah of the award. yeah they should they should do two this year they, they, <laughs> they should they should honestly they Give did two Mo. who'd they do two of one year they gave a uh, two comeback player of the year awards oh no way one time in like the early 2000s because i was talking about this with my co-workers i forgot why but like yeah, they ended up both winning it, and oh. I asked my coworker about it because uh, he's like he's been watching football for a little bit. He's like ten years older than me, and he was and I was like, why would they do that? And he was like, I don't know, they just did it. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, cool. So why not just give them both offensive rookie of the year this year? Hell yeah, just let's do it. do it. Fuck it. Uh okay. Um, who were yeah. our picks at the beginning of the season? Though? I picked Bijan. 
I yeah. I think we all did. Oh, I picked Zay Flowers, oh. who ended up having a great year. It's still a great year, and like Bijan had a great year as well. Um, but just uh, he broke a, he broke a thousand yards rushing, which oh I mean, yeah, I, I would have I would have put money on that. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of which, we should do a parlay together. Oh. I made I made my parlay on uh for like I, I did like one pick per game of Wildcard Weekend, so like I have a six leg parlay. It's like twenty Damn. bucks, and if it hits, like it's like nine hundred dollars. Oh, that's crazy! <laughs> I know. I got some crazy guesses on there though, um, but I was thinking that we could like make one, and either either y'all can have no risk, and I can just take all the profit, or y- <laughs> or y'all can like, I because they have this thing where it's like a thirty dollar. You make a thirty dollar bet, and if like one of the legs doesn't hit, it like doesn't count against you. Basically, it's mm. like it's like insurance. Mm. Um, so I think we, I was thinking I could do it. I would do a thirty dollar bet on that one. So yeah, I'll put like, ten bucks. In I was about to say if we each put ten, either I'll split the prize with you that much, or I can just keep all the profits <laughs> and y'all can just have fun. <laughs> I'm fine either way. But uh, yeah, I figured we could build that either at the end of the episode or just like on our own. I'll be down tomorrow or something like that. Yeah, I'm always down for a cheeky parlay. A cheeky little parlay. I'll show y'all mine later. Bet. bet, I'll, show bet. You, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> um, Man, I haven't been on sports in a minute though. It's been a while. Because I would always lose. Yeah, I'm doing. A, I'm doing on uh, sleeper because they gave me like three twenty five bucks. Oh, so I was nice. Like, I think I also saw that yeah. on mine. Yeah, I I was like, fuck it, why not? Hell yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Matthew, your offensive rookie was also beat on. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, moving on to defensive rookie of the year. Uh, my guess was Jalen Carter at the beginning. I also had Jalen Carter. I think I said Will Anderson. You did? Yeah. Will Anderson isn't a bad bet. Uh, I honestly don't know who's gonna get this. Like, I have no clue who's gonna get this. I have, like, literally no insight on this pick. Witherspoon is... Is a, oh, a good that's bet. actually. Yeah. You know. I think that's. I think that's the best bet right now is Witherspoon. Let me let me look at Vegas odds right now. I think it's probably gonna be Will Anderson Jr. That's that's my pick personally. I was kind hey, of. Let's go. Will Anderson has the lowest odds on Vegas. Oh. Or like the highest. Yeah, like the highest odds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Out of all of the rookies, Will Anderson has the lowest I was odds. Like, damn. He has a. He has the highest odds by a lot. Like um, his odds are plus one fifty, and the next highest or the next closest is Witherspoon at plus five thousand. Oh damn! What yeah. the hell? That's kind of yeah. crazy. Let's go. I mean, he's been he's been like really good this year. He's been. Oh, I was wrong. Uh, oh. First is actually Jalen Carter at negative one thirty. Oh well. So, looks like it looks like people are saying Jalen Carter is the favorite by a pretty good amount. And I still got solid. Will Anderson because I think he has been the best rookie. Jalen Carter hasn't even been the best interior defensive <laughs> lineman w- rookie this year. I was also going to give some love to Kobe Turner because <laughs> yeah, too. Because he's, he's been balling. He's been very good. He's been very good. Um, I don't really remember what the numbers were. Uh, but he's he's better than Jalen Carter. Is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Statistically, he's better than Jalen Carter. Um, if s- s- someone needs to put a, may- maybe I should put together an all, an all rookie team. Um, if, if people don't do that already, I don't, do people make, does Associated Press do that? They probably do, but we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it next week. I don't know if they do do that. 
Doo-doo. 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 Someone's got to do it. It's got to be us. Yeah, so it'll be us. Uh, I'm going to bet Jalen Carter still. I, I do think Will Anderson. I'll stick with Will Anderson. Yeah, I already be. picked him. Why Why switch up, you know? Yeah. He's already in the running. And I have no other insight. Really. Damn, I did I did give Miles Garrett an honorable mention. Should I Should I walk back this TJ Watt pick? <laughs> you still, no, it's too late, man. You you uh you locked it in. Locked no, in. we're not even done in. recording. We're we're two ep- we're two awards. You're by you're by whatever. Bro locked whatever. it in. Um. Uh, comeback player of the year. I think we all knew this was gonna be Demar Hamlin before we started the season, and yeah, I don't think anything's changed from that. I picked Tua though. I did put Tua as well. Who would have thought Joe Flacco would come in here and, <laughs> no, and, yeah, was... and be having people debating DeMar Hamlin versus Joe Flacco, <laughs> comeback player of the year? Yeah, can we can we be for real here? One guy died and is now not dead, and <laughs> one guy is just old and surprisingly hey, hey, let's, good. Let's not, let's not be dissing on Joe Flacco here. If, if it wasn't for DeMar Hamlin, Joe Flacco would have this shit locked up. <laughs> Joe Flacco would be eating this award, yeah. like... This this would be crazy. I don't know. I still feel like it, like, like, I don't know why to, I mean, obviously it's because like Damar Hamlin, but like, like low-key, low-key Tua also low-key died last year. Um, and he's having like a career year, like top five in passing. And, uh, I think he was literally, I think he literally had the most pass yards. Oh, I was just saying that because I didn't know exactly where he ended up, but if he ended up as top, as the top passer in the league, let me let me let me fact check you. He probably yeah, Tyreek. Oh, uh, he does yeah. Uh, it's two within Jared Goff and then Dak. Yeah, yeah, most forty six uh forty six hundred twenty four. We didn't even know if Tua was gonna like like before the season. I didn't even know if Tua was gonna like have a football career in this league. Anymore, yeah. and now he's leading the league in passing. So, I feel like that's a little bit of an underrated story. The only way I don't see Demar Hamlin getting it is because was he really even on the field this year much? Or no, not much. But it doesn't matter. But yeah, it also kind of doesn't matter. I I say give it to him because, like, let's do it. Yeah, because he literally died on the field and came back. So. That that's probably the biggest comeback since Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so Yeah. Um so next up, coach of the year. Possibly my worst take. Ooh. Oh, who who did you have? I had Doug Peterson. Oh Jesus. The Jaguars. I mean I saw the vision. The vision is there. The vision was there for sure. But now, Loki, I'm like, maybe Doug Peterson is a bad coach. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who did y'all have originally? I had Sean Payton. I remember <laughs> that. I remember that. Yeah. I had Robert Sala. Oh, yikes. The, what a crazy collection of coaches. <laughs> Probably, like, the most off we've been. I don't feel as bad about mine now. Because I will say, mine's the only one that appears on the list of coaching of the Coach of the Year odds. That's Doug so Peterson's, funny. like, second to last on the <laughs> But Sean crazy. Payton and Robert Sala are not on this list. <laughs> like we almost went over three. On oh, like... my God. Well, this definitely isn't top ten. This is, like, top fifteen. That's crazy. <laughs> 
Um, and only one of our coaches rolled there. <laughs> Out of 15, half the league. Oh, my God. Like, the Eagles are in the playoffs, bro. Robert Sala can't even get a top 15 knock at Coach of the Year. That's kind of crazy. Like, who are the other fucking teams in front of him? That teams that didn't even make the playoffs. Oh, God. Like, that's funny as fuck. Well, I'll also push my Rams agenda and say I think Sean McVay should be Coach of the Year, man. We were low-key talking about being in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes at the, like, midway through the year because we were, like, three and six. And we were not very good. And then we also, to end the season after the bye, after we get Matthew Stafford back, we go 6-1. and one, um, And we, uh, we make the playoffs as the sixth seed. And I feel like that's a pretty impressive run. Uh, before the season, uh, the, the fake news sports media, as Aaron Rodgers would call it, was uh, talking about us being also similarly in the Caleb Williams sweepstake, but, you know, talking about being one of the worst teams in the league, being a Cardinals tier, mm-hmm. uh, being uh, retroactively a uh, Panthers tier, even though before the season we thought the Panthers were going to be somewhat nice. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I think, I think my boy Sean McVay deserves it this year. I definitely think McVay has done a great job, uh, but unfortunately, there are just some some other great ones who are we're working with even less, like D'Amico Ryan's, uh, and like people like Shane Steichen, and people who have battled through a lot of like injuries and hardships that are still somehow coaching the team, which is like Kevin Stefanski of the Browns, and I think that's who's gonna win is Kevin Stefanski. With the Browns, I I think, like, do I think he's just flat out the best coach? No, but I think that this year he has, I mean, they've gone through four different quarterbacks, maybe five. I think five. I want to say five. P.J. Walker, Deshaun Watson, Joe Flacco, um, uh, D- uh, DTR, DTR. You some white dude, Jeff Driscoll. What? Who the fuck is Jeff that? Jeff Driscoll. He started in week 18. Dude, I... Oh. That makes sense. Yeah, I do not remember that. Yeah. They yeah. were resting Joe Flacco. What is happening in, in 2024? <laughs> resting Joe Lord. Flacco. Yeah. So that's the point that the Browns were at. They were resting Joe Flacco. and That's so crazy. And they have had so many injuries. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, their fullback played center for them. Like, in, like, week 17, because their O-line is so injured. Yeah, I didn't know about that until I listened to the Stay Hot Pod. Whoa. Yeah, and they were talking about how their, yeah, like, their guards and tackles have all been injured. And despite all that, they still managed to go, like, 11 and 6 or something like that? 10 and 7? Like, they they had a great record. Yeah, they're, uh, I think, I think Kevin Stefanski is going to get that, that win. I think that's fair. If not, then I think it's Demico Ryan's. I think that's also fair. But in in my mind, I'm like, the reasons for those respective things, I'm like, Browns, their defense, Texans, C.J. Stroud. Yeah, but then they're not going to give C.J. Stroud the offensive rookie of the year. (laughs) They give it to Puka. You got to give someone their flowers, dog. And I'm saying it's all Rams, baby. Rams across the board. Bro says this and they're going to lose to Jared Goff in the first round. No, don't say it. Don't say it. That's funny. 
Yeah. Um, I like D'Amico Ryan's, or I like John Harbaugh, honestly. Harbaugh with the with the Ravens is a good one as well. I I just don't think he's gonna win just because that roster is so talented all around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Har- Harbaugh always should be in the running though. Um, MVP. Mm. Before the season, I, I had oh. Lamar Jackson. I did as well. I don't I think had... I'll be switching that one up. I had Joe Burrow. What could have been? What could have been? Could've been? He was Loki. He was cooking. He was cooking. He was cooking for a couple weeks, man. Uh, they started off slow, just like last year, and they were starting to look very good. And then and he was about to start cooking some more, and then he just, you know, he got injured. I'll respect him for the way that he tore up that uh, Niners team. Yep. He went like twenty-four for twenty-eight, like three hundred yards and three touchdowns or something like that. I I don't really remember, but it was a legacy game. But yeah, I've been talking about I. This is comes as a surprise to nobody, but I got Lamar Jackson as my MVP. Yep. This is the one. This is the one pick that I got right, and I'm. This is the year for Lamar Jackson to get his second, second MVP. MVP. That's kind of wild. Second, I don't think it'll be unanimous like that first one was. Yeah, but no, it should be. It should be. It should be. Well, how often is it in the NFL that someone wins more than one MVP? Not very often. Multiple time MVPs off the top of my head: Peyton Manning, um, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. Johnny Unitas, Steve Young maybe, but I'm not going to put up my finger for that one just because I'm not too sure. Um, Let's see, who? Yeah, yeah, we got Peyton, Peyton Manning with five. Five? What? Yeah, that's crazy. That's an ins- holy shit. Yeah, God, Peyton is good as hell, man. Uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers has four. Aaron Rodgers with four. Uh... uh Tom Brady, Jim Brown, Brett Favre. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady, Brett Favre. Uh, Johnny totally United, Jim Brown. Patrick Mahomes has two. I forgot about Patrick Mahomes. Joe Montana also has two. Steve Young has two. Kurt oh. Warner has two. But the only two players to have unanimous MVPs are Lamar Jackson and Tom Brady. Damn. That's crazy. Lamar also is leading the odds right now. Yeah, MVP. Christian McCaffrey's right behind him. That's that's really fun. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people, ten people in NFL history who have won multiple MVPs. Only ten, just ten. That's wow. Considering like Lamar Jackson is about to be the eleventh. It's, I can't believe Manning won five. five? That's oh my insane. God. Bro, give one of them to Breeze, you bitch. God damn. I can't believe Breeze retired with no MVPs. How, That's how, one of the most tragic How things. are we not getting voter fatigue at, the, at, at Peyton Manning winning five MVPs? But yet, Jokic couldn't win one last year. That's what I'm saying, man. And Let's... y'all didn't want to give it to... I, just, I guess they did give it to Mahomes last year. Yeah, but that was also like, who else were you going to give it yeah. to last year? That's been our season awards section. And I guess Drew wants to do a little Pick'em's recap. Hey, <laughs> hey, we, 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 we be picking teams. We be picking teams. And it's only fair to let the audience know how that all shook out at the end of the year. Uh, in third place in our uh, Pick'em's awards, 
with a winning record of correctly picking 61.1% of games correctly is Matthew Gandara. And coming in second place with a winning percentage of... It won't be the same number. It will not. Because because he picked like two less games than us. Yeah. Yeah. A winning percentage of 62.87%. You can you can say sixty three percent sixty three percent. Well, it's not going to be that difference. That's why I wanted to clarify. Oh, okay. Because yeah, it'll be very slightly different. You can Six, say sixty sixty two point. I'm saying sixty two point eight seven. Because I'm rounding up there. Sixty two point eight seven percent is myself. It's Joby. And then finally, your first place winner. With a winning percentage. Of sixty three point two three percent, Adonis. <laughs> I can't bro, stand emoting. <laughs> and the bro had to pull up the LeBron emotes in the Laker polo. Emoting in the <laughs> emoting during a podcast. <laughs> they can't see you, bro. <laughs> I just pulled out the the silencer for those at home. Uh, the LeBron. Hey, listen. Um, I won't say that. Uh, we gotta stay humble around here because we're not. We're. It's not just one Pickham's crown. We're coming for. We're coming for the next one as well. Job's not finished. Bro was like, yeah, I picked the Saints for every game. <laughs> I knew they were going with that shit, bro. I also, I also picked against the Rams a couple of times. You know. And I didn't get those right. Imagine if I was as loyal as you. If I was as loyal as you, I would have. Well, you probably I don't ended know. up a little bit better. Maybe, yeah. Honestly, we won. That's what you get for doubting your boys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We went ten and seven, man. That's I. Re- I remember before the season, I was like, I don't know if it was recorded on the podcast, but I think you were saying how the the Ram ceiling was like nine and eight, yeah. and I was like, I think it could be ten and seven, dog. That's what we ended up as. <laughs> yeah. So. I'll take the... You hit your ceiling. We we hit our ceiling. Um, but yeah. Alright, now time for the main event. Playoffs. The, the main reason we're here is talking. This is, this is what it comes down to. It, uh, every, every regular season game, every snap, every, every podcast, every play, every drive, every touchdown, it is all led to the playoffs. And we are here now. We're here... We've learned everything we can, and now it's time for these teams to put it into practice. What do we think is going to happen in the Browns versus Texans? Elite defense versus young rookie stud and injured team. I guess the Browns are also an injured team. This is like the best matchup, man. I don't even want to talk about this one first. This is like the best one. <laughs> I will um, say I have, I have some pretty crazy predictions. Word, word. Okay. I I I want to hear him. Though. I have a theme going on this playoffs. Okay, okay, okay. First up in our matchups, we have the Browns versus the Texans. This one again, I was saying a second ago, closest game of the week in my opinion. This really could go either way. I hundred percent. It's it's really like because earlier in the season the Browns did beat the Texans, but that was without that was without C.J. Stroud. They didn't yeah. have. 
the guy there. Yeah. And with someone who has, like, the amount of poise as uh, Stroud, I think that he'll be able to sit in that pocket at home, too, I might add. Um, yeah. It's not like they're going to Cleveland in, in freezing cold weather like some of these games are going to end up being. Um, I I think that uh, with the offensive firepower that this uh, Texans team has, I think that they'll be able to put up enough points on the board that uh, this, like... I mean, I guess, like, Joe Flacco is kind of having, like, you know... A little rebirth right now but i think i i do think that the texans defense is genuinely good and that uh they're gonna be able to they're they're gonna be able to slow down this mid browns offense enough for cj stroud to at least have a chance to win it at the end i think that he can at least i think the game will be close enough to where cj stroud will be put in a position to have a game-winning drive and I think that I think that he's gonna come out on top. You know the the biggest the biggest doubt with with rookie quarterbacks especially and with rookies that you is when it comes to playoff time is you never know if they're gonna fold under the pressure. Yeah, it's no experience. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like playoffs. I mean, you're 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 fighting for your life out there. Especially. You're fighting. Playing yeah, against a vet quarterback, mm-hmm. it's it's win or go home, and you're going against the best team in the league, or the best one of the best defenses in the league, and you know all this pressure's on you. You got all this pressure on, you, especially from a Texans organization who hasn't really had success in a while, like but before Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. and like it was like Deshaun Watson, and then before that, like who David Carr, like it's been <laughs> yeah. it's been it's been abysmal for a pretty good while over there in Houston. Um, so to have all that pressure on you, it's, it's, it's like, that's the biggest like factor, but the fact that CJ Stroud in week 18 in a playoff game, it was the same stakes. It's win or go home. This man, this man threw 20 for 26, 264 yards and two touchdowns. I'm taking the fucking Texans, bro. I'm taking <laughs> yeah. CJ Stroud. I like CJ Stroud is just he's he's that guy, man. And I think I I don't think he's gonna make a deep playoff run. I don't think this team's made for a deep playoff run. Yeah. But the Browns are injured. CJ Stroud is that guy. That's all that there is. That's all that there needs to be. Joe Flacco, I love you, man. I wish you could make it to the next round, or you could lose to the Ravens in the next round, like God intended. But I think I think CJ Stroud is gonna carry them through. I'm I'm totally with you on that. I just after, especially after last week against the Colts, or sure. he 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 showed that he is like that guy. <laughs> it, There's it this one throw that I saw in my timeline, and I think I sent it in the in our Twitter DMs. But like that shit was like he was like falling away, and like. Hit his man like on the money, like with a guy in his face maneuvering around the pocket, and it's just like I just don't know how this man throws throws the football just like on a fucking rope every Mm -hmm. time and hits exactly where it needs to go. Like, yeah, I I got C.J. Stroud. I really don't think anything can affect him. It's so crazy. It's so crazy 
how good CJ Stroud is. Uh, and he has been very good indeed, and he's been mm -hmm. very fun to watch. Um, but I have wacky agendas to push. Oh, and so I am going with the Browns. This he wants game. the Joe oh, Flacco revenge want, game. I do want the Joe Flacco revenge game against the Ravens in the second round. I I, and, I see the vision. I almost went with it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think the Browns defense will be good enough to stop the Texans and. Joe Flacco has been on one recently, and I think he can continue that. I think him being in the playoffs, um, I think he'll just, like, reach another gear that, mm -hmm. and just, I don't know. He, he I, did, think he'll, he I, think, I think he can pick apart the Texans. I, and uh, I do really want the Browns versus Ravens in round two. So I know. I know. Yeah, I'm going to go Browns. That would be a sick matchup for sure. That would, as a Ravens fan... Or, like, if you're a Ravens fan out there, that would scare me. I would be very afraid of that matchup. <laughs> that would probably be, like, honestly, I'm looking at my bracket right now. I think that would probably be, like, one of the toughest matchups for the for the Ravens up until, well, I won't say where I have the, the what I have for the Ravens' fate just yet, mm -hmm, but. Mm -hmm. Next up uh dolphins, dolphins and cheese this one how how much can we talk about weather how much yeah how much uh, can weather be discussed i'm like is it even going to be safe for them to play in this weather because <laughs> negative are, are people gonna like are they gonna have to risk their lives to, to watch, watch this, this game <laughs> <laughs> are the stands gonna be empty like are they gonna like ban people from coming because like like how are how are teams even gonna go there i i i I know this isn't a popular take, but I think that there should be fucking domes everywhere. Um, on I every don't end. think that we should live in a world where in a playoff game, as important as this one, we're going to have to watch, we're going to see the most explosive passing offense in the league and Patrick Mahomes, the most explosive quarterback in the league, be limited because they're running around in a foot of snow with no fans watching because it's negative 30 degrees outside. It's so stupid. Yeah. I can understand like, yeah. having your fun. Snowball, this is awesome. Sure. Get get a fucking dome for the playoffs. <laughs> Do that shit in week 17 or some shit when it doesn't matter. It's mm -hmm. I think it's so stupid. I, I think it's so unnecessary. Like, Or at least just have it in like a covered place. Like, have a... Have an option... To just like not, I I don't think weather should be this big of a of a of a, of a, yeah. a thing in the playoffs. It's just it's stupid. It's stupid. I I understand that. I do. I I'm not gonna lie. I do like the romanticism of a of a snow game. I think everyone does. I've never seen the romanticism of it. I I think the you know snowball is stupid. I I understand that there's like there's cool things to it and like during the regular season like weather can have a fun game like the the justin fields 49ers game uh where he oh, was like yeah. you know there's a clip of him like sliding on the on the mm -hmm. dirt and stuff and like or the mudslide or whatever like that can be cool and stuff during the regular season and if that was the, the playoffs you're telling me the bears beat the niners in the playoffs <laughs> because it was muddy everywhere grow the fuck up <laughs> we don't need to see the bears advance in the playoffs because of some mud Hey, it's, it so against the Niners. it's so stupid do, do we not care about the sport do we not care about the <laughs> integrity of the game 
I think it's so stupid. What I'm, we're talking about teams overcoming all the odds, and you're like, man, the weather is is when, the thing. When someone builds a team, they should not be thinking about look who who runs the best in the snow. <laughs> can this can this strategy work well in rain? <laughs> please, please, you roll the fuck up, please. Uh, <laughs> I. I think that, uh, well, I think that the Chiefs will probably be coming away with a dub in this one. If it was snow- if it was sunny, do you think the same thing? <laughs> if it was sunny, I'd be so dead ass. I'd oh, be so serious No, right now. I would have had the Chiefs. Because, uh, like, it could have been 85 degrees with because, no wind outside. I'm still picking the Chiefs. Are, are you? Okay, yeah. no, that's fair. That's fair. Because I, I, think, I think this is a wash. And if, if, this is, if this is a normal day in Miami, I think the Dolphins win this shit easy. Uh, I don't know, man, because we were just, because the little blurb that I wrote up for this is high-powered offense that underperforms in big games versus struggling Chiefs offense at home in negative 30-degree windchill weather. League's shiny new toy versus League's darling. (laughs) Listen, this, as we went over earlier, the Dolphins literally can't rise to the occasion. Speaking of teams that... Oh wait, we just we already did that bit. Uh, <laughs> we we literally already did that bit. Um, no, yeah, I I think that the and and also the Chiefs' defense is still good, and uh, I don't know. I I got the Chiefs winning this one. I think that I just don't know. I just don't think that Dolphins are built for the moment, w- whether or not. Whether or, or not. Whether or not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, bro. I don't know what that is. Me doing slam poetry. What's happening? Bro became a jet from West Side Story. <laughs> when you're a jet, you're a jet. Um, yeah, I got Chiefs easily just because of all the things we mentioned prior. Like Dolphins haven't won a real game or against a real team. Um, even though the Chiefs have been struggling, but I just don't want to pick the Chiefs. I just don't want to. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. I don't know what to tell you. I get that, and also just because the Chiefs do have issues of their own that I so many issues that I brought up, but I think that like I don't know, man. Patrick Mahomes has always been that guy in the playoffs, so I know, but like I just I just don't see them winning against the the Dolphins. Like you're saying the you're saying the the Dolphins have been the one who have the Chiefs beat besides the Dolphins. In that in that like overseas game, it was like Germany or whatever. That is true. And like besides that, hey, at least me. they won their division. Stop me! Stop me when you hear a good team: Jaguars, Bears, Jets, Vikings, Broncos, Chargers, Dolphins, Raiders, Dolphins. Patriots, Bengals, Chargers. That's every single win that the Bengals, that the Chiefs have had this year. Listen, I think that's better than. I mean, I guess the they the Dolphins beat the Cowboys, but I mean, like, I don't know. The it's just like, it it is just for me. The Dolphins have not risen up to the occasion any time that I've been like looking for it. Neither have the Chiefs, though. Neither have the Chiefs. But they have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and they're at home. And it's going to be negative 30. And it's going to be negative 30. It, or we'll windshield, I guess. Fuck the weather. I'm I'm sticking with my Dolphins pick. We'll see. Go for Damn. Hey, I mean, the Dolphins running game is, is, is like, the one of the best in the league. 
Exactly. It is probably going to be a lot of running. It's windy out. Isaiah Pacheco's angry ass gonna fucking. He's gonna help us know. I saw someone describe uh, Pacheco's running style as fighting the ground. And she killed me. <laughs> he, does, he do look he, like He that. does be fighting the ground. If there's anyone that can run well in the snow, it's Pacheco. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And I was also watching this Brett Coleman video about the disastrous offense of the Chiefs this year. And he was saying that they just need to run the ball. And I kind of agree. Mm. Um, and so if they... Maybe this is the game that they need to give Isaiah Pacheco the ball and to, like, finally, like, get some run game going. And maybe that'll be enough to to beat the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't know. This game just pisses me off the more that people talk about it. <laughs> I just need this game to be over. And it's the fucking Peacock game. I don't even know if I'm going to watch this shit. I will probably not be watching it because it's on Peacock. I'll probably legally stream it yep on peacock we got nfl.com we're going to the game in person in (laughs) the negative 30 degree wind chill we'll just walk in the stadium because it'll be like half empty yeah it probably will not be chiefs fans are crazy chiefs fans are crazy it's gonna be it's gonna be even louder probably because it's gonna be the chiefs fans that really care oh because those tickets are gonna be cheap yep Yes. And there's going to be no Dolphins fans there. <laughs> 100%. Uh, next up, we got Steelers-Bills. At least we don't have to talk about this one as long. This is the yeah. Steelers team that somehow stumbled into 10 wins versus the red-hot Islamic jihadists from <laughs> Buffalo. Do you guys... Did we talk about this on the podcast? About I think how, we did. The, okay. the Sean McDermott. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, uh, I keep seeing these memes that are like, Sean McDermott and the Bills are 5-0 since they've embraced the light of Islam. Yeah. No, it's crazy. <laughs> and the Steelers don't have TJ Watt. This is... Yeah. The Bills are winning this game. Yeah. yeah. 100%. This is also a weather game. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's apparently supposed to be like two feet of snow in Buffalo. Damn. Exactly. Like, how the fuck are you going to run in two feet of snow? Please don't tell me that Najee Harris is about to have a career game and the Steelers are going to win because there's two feet of snow in Buffalo. <laughs> See, please, please you're, I'm begging. Your argument makes more sense for this game because I do not want to see the Steelers advance in the in this round. But exactly. they Maybe also so... don't have TJ Watt and they also have fucking Mason Rudolph. So like... Yeah, no, it's... it's... Rudolph gonna lead it's them gonna through the well. snow? Question mark? What cinematic parallels? Oh god. <laughs> I can already Let's imagine. See the headlines. I can already fucking imagine. Is this one of those Nickelodeon streams? <laughs> oh, no way, bro. Halfway they're pulling through the third, there. they're gonna be photoshopping up red nose <laughs> on the Rudolph. Thing. Oh my god. <laughs> No, halfway through the third, it's going to be a literal CGI of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer throwing the, the ball. ball. Like how they did with the Toy Story where yeah. they had, like, oh my God. It's, it's, it's going to be the whole that. team, though, but just Rudolph. It's just... Oh, my God. Oh, that's so God. good. Um, Yeah, the Bills are winning that one, though. Yeah, I'm going Bills. Um, oh next, we got Packers and Cowboys. Historic rivals. Yeah. The rivalry right now. I know Cowboys were pissed when they realized they had to play the Packers in the yeah. first round. No, yeah. It's the the Packers are the youngest team ever to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah, crazy. 
Yeah. I mean, Jordan Love's been playing well. Uh, I was a Jordan Love hater earlier in the season. I'm still not, like, a believer. But I think he's good. I think he has potential. His deep ball's still atrocious. He, he was uh, PFF's breakout player of the year. Yeah, and I think he did earn that. Uh, he's still got a lot more to prove, but he's. I think he's at least like solidified his starting spot. I think he's shown for that, sure, he'll, that yeah. he'll be a franchise quarterback for a while. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I got the Cowboys in this. One. I, I got the Cowboys. I as also well. got the Cowboys. The Packers' defense is just not good enough. And Bro, Jack is going to dot up that fucking defense. Yeah, exactly. CD Lamb, two hundred yard game, at least. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Um, I think this is a pretty easy Cowboys win. Yeah. I could see it being kind of a shootout. Low key. I could definitely see uh the the Packers offense getting some points on the board. Uh, they use a lot of uh motion. Mike Lafleur. I mean, he comes from the Shanahan coaching tree. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see you know, uh, Packers running up the score a little bit. But at the end of the day, I think I'm thinking Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, that was pretty easy. Yeah, mm. but quite possibly. One of the funnest matchups up next. We got the Rams versus the Lions. The biggest narrative matchup. Absolutely. And oh boy, do we got narratives to push. This is the Red Hot Rams versus the division winners for the first time in 30 years. Dude, that stadium in Detroit is going to go fucking nuts. They're going to destroy the stadium. Um... Stafford is walking back into Detroit, the team that drafted him and traded him away, and Goff is hosting the team that traded him away. Can Stafford win a playoff game at Ford Field? He hasn't, but is he going to do it on another team? Bro, this is this is this is literally the most like I have to I have to see if my coworker can can switch shifts with me. It need I need to be I need to be present for this game. Yeah, that's gonna be a very fun one. And this 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 is a really interesting game because the Lions defense is low key kind of cooked, and the Rams offense is really where this team shines. And we have a young defense, and the Lions have. Fuck me if I'm wrong, but the like a top five offense in the league. Oh God, please be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they were last year at the very least, but I still feel like they were putting up numbers on people. Jared Goff, second in passing. He is second in passing. That's kind of crazy. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah if you're just looking at yards, they're third. Yeah, they Sick. average 394 a game. Sorry, no bussy for you guys. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm so Drew- sorry. Juicy? Okay. Drussy? Drussy? <laughs> not the Drussy. I I started it, so I can't I can't say not the Drussy. Um You were not the one who, who went too far with that one. <laughs> um, um but yeah, Detroit's gonna go freaking nuts. Um I think Matthew Stafford is going to walk in and be like, man, this year does feel like home. And then he's just going to like kind of shit on the Lions. And so I got the Rams winning this one. I also have the Rams winning this one. This one, this one definitely is a fun one. I also have the Rams. Hell yeah. Whoa. I also have the Rams. Yep. Hell yeah. I just, uh, the, there's, there's, there's definitely like problems on both sides of the ball. 
And you got to worry if, like, with how young the Rams team is, if they're going to be able to hold up to that. But when it comes to, like, Rams offense versus Lions defense and Lions offense versus Rams defense, I'm taking, uh, I think the Rams offense versus Lions defense matchup is too good for the Rams to not capitalize on that. Yeah. And I think Sean McVay is the better coach. And I just think that it's, I think Stafford's going to cook. I, 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 it's, it's Stafford. And like, uh, you know, Raheem Morris also used to coach on this, or like he, he faced Jared Goff every day in practice. He's going to know what to do. He's been watching the film. He knows what to do. And so I think that, uh, as, as first round matchups go, thank God. God, the Rams beat the Niners in Week 18, because otherwise we'd be facing the Cowboys, which is we got fucking demolished by them earlier in the season. Yeah, that'd be rough. That'd be a rough matchup. This is definitely your best chance at a at getting a win for sure. And so now that we've gone through, oh, we're just not gonna talk about Eagles Bucks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. bro! Didn't even put him on the list. He said nobody gives a shit about he this. Said nobody this That's so crazy. Um, I didn't. I don't. I don't even have a little blurb for this. Uh, let me. Let me cook something up real quick. Uh, uh, mid. Um, terrible mid. team in the last uh, six weeks versus Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's revenge game. Um, I got the Eagles. The oh, okay. I thought this was going to be one of the narratives you were going to be pushing. Oh, no. The narrative I got for this playoffs is just uh, quarterbacks beating their old teams. Cause, okay. Yeah. I might have the Browns beating the Rams. I was about to say, oh, <laughs> no fucking way you got Joe Flacco going to the, like, the Super Bowl or something. No, 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 I wouldn't go that far. No way you have anyone but the Ravens going. Uh, we'll we'll discuss it in a second. We'll discuss. I've it. never heard anyone argue for any. Never mind. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just so taken aback. <laughs> yeah, Buccaneers Eagles. God, this game pisses me off. Cause like, who do you choose? The struggling Eagles who have like everything going against them. Where like AJ Brown. Just deleted all of his stuff. He might not even play. He's been hurt. Jalen Hurts has a broken finger, but he's still probably going to play, and it's just going to be bad. He's doing, uh, like, ball security drills in <laughs> practice. Ugh. Yeah, um, their defense has been struggling, like, all, like, the especially the past, like, six weeks. And they're just not a good team. Nick Sirianni's on the hot seat, probably. As he should be. Yeah. Um, and then the Bucks kind of ended the season. And then on the other side, you got the Bucks, who they haven't beat anyone good all year. They're a mid-ass team. How they won they five of their last six, but it was not against any good teams. Yeah. They beat the Jacks 30 to 12. That's the Jacks. The Jacks didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. Wow, this game sucks. Uh, I'm gonna have the Eagles, though. I think they'll be good, just good enough to beat out the Here, Bucks. here's, here's the, here's the Buccaneers wins over the season. Vikings, Bears, Saints. We scroll until I can find the next <laughs> one. Uh, Titans, Panthers, mm -hmm. Falcons, Packers, Jags, Panthers. So the Packers is the best win of the season. Maybe the Jags. Not a playoff team. <laughs> oh, I guess you're right. Not even a playoff team. Well... 
I I also have the Eagles winning this game, but not because I believe in them. Yeah, I don't really. Honestly, do. I could I could see the Buccaneers winning this game. To I, be honest, I have the Buccaneers. You. I know I just talked actually, about that shit. I have that's the Buccaneers so, actually. That's picked. so funny. Yeah, because the Eagles are so beat up, and you know you just uh, with especially with AJ Brown. If AJ Brown does play and like it's fully healthy, I might change it back. Like if it's like confirmed that he's like gonna be fully healthy, but as of right now, a banged up Jalen Hurts with Devonta Smith and DeAndre Swift doesn't move me the same as like Baker Mayfield. Cause Baker Mayfield, I looked up Baker Mayfield's stats, uh, in previous playoff games, and like he wasn't bad. Like whenever he hey. was on the Browns, he had yeah, like, he had he made a pretty, good playoff. Run. He always shows up in big good, moments, bro. Yeah, I mean. If there's one thing Baker will do, it's it's put on a show. And I think I think that they can do that. I think they can, you know, dink and dunk their way down the field. And Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Rashad White can at least make an impact. So we'll see. I, I almost want to change this pick because I keep forgetting that the Eagles ended the season ended by it. losing to the Cards and Giants in back to back weeks. They ended it really badly. Uh, which means they're due for a win. <laughs> yeah, I'm sticking with the Eagles because we'll. I guess this is the last game, so we can get to the bracket now. But mm-hmm. I, I still have agendas to push. <laughs> um. So, I guess. All right. So. We all have different picks. Do we want to go through our brackets individually? Yeah. I'll I'll go last because I have two brackets because I'm a Rams fan. <laughs> I'm down going individually. Yeah, yeah I'm down. Uh, I'll, I'll go. So, I think some differences. So, I had the Texans, the Dolphins, and the Bills winning in the AFC. So, that would mean that my next round would be the Ravens and the Dolphins face-off and the Bills and the Texans face-off. From there, I have the Ravens and the Bills winning, and then I have the Ravens winning the AFC Championship and going to the Super Bowl. And then on the NFC side... I have the Buccaneers winning, the Rams beating the Lions, and the Cowboys beating the Packers. Means that the next round would be 49ers versus Rams, and then Buccaneers versus Cowboys. I got the 49ers and the Cowboys coming out of there. And then I got the 49ers beating the Cowboys. And then I got the Ravens versus the Cowboys for my Super Bowl matchup. And out of them, I'm going with the Ravens. Well, you said Ravens versus the Cowboys and the Super Ravens versus 49ers. Okay, oh, I was, gotcha. I was, my bad. My bad. Um, I have the Ravens winning the Super Bowl. All right, word, word. Um, for me, in my AFC, I had the Bills being the Steelers, the Chiefs being the Dolphins, and then the Browns being the Texans. So in the second round, for me, it would be the Browns versus Ravens, which I have the Browns winning. <laughs> and then it'll be the Chiefs at the Bills, in which I think Josh Allen will get his revenge against the Chiefs from two years ago, was it? Or mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And I'll have the Bills making it to the conference champion. <sighs> they're, then... gonna, they're gonna fucking... I'm about to change my pick. <laughs> they're gonna make the Chiefs play the Bills again. The Chiefs have to play the Bills again. Yeah, I really have uh, God, I'm about to fucking change my pick, aren't I? And so then this is where Joe Flacco's uh, magical run comes to an end, and I got the Bills edging out the Browns and heading to the Super Bowl. Um... And then on my NFC side, I got the Cowboys beating the uh, Packers, Rams beating the Lions, and then the Eagles beating the Bucks. 
So for me, that would mean the Rams face the Niners and then the Eagles face the Cowboys. I also have the Niners and Cowboys coming out of that, and I also have the Niners winning um, against the Cowboys. Did you say who you were going to have or win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I said the Ravens were going to beat the Niners in okay. the Super Bowl. I have the Bills beating the Niners. Wow. I, th- I just think the Bills are going to go on a crazy run because they started or ended the season so strong. So they, did decent, they did end it pretty strong. The, like bills, the bills are just so hot and cold, though. I mean, I guess if they if they keep the hotness up, it can it can definitely work for them. But yeah, I'm really just know. kind of bullshitting around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's fair. I mean, I got I Joe Flacco out. making a run to the conference finals, bro. Like <laughs> that, nothing matters. Flacco. Nothing matters in the playoffs. <laughs> That's so funny. Hey, it's just one game. It's just one game. You know, yeah. One game you lose. Any given Sunday. Um, so for me, on in the AFC side, I have the Bills beating the Steelers, I have the Chiefs beating the Dolphins, I have the Texans beating the Browns. Um, so then that means in the divisional playoffs in the AFC, I have the Texans and Ravens facing off, and the Chiefs and the Bills facing off. And so I have the Ravens beating the Texans, and the Bills beating the Chiefs. Um... I think that no matter what way you spin it, because I was I was looking, I was trying to, the NFC is way more up in the air in my opinion. The NFC? Yes, I think that no matter what happens, I think it's gonna be the Bills and the Ravens in the conference championships. Mm. I I, because even if the even if the Dolphins beat the Chiefs, and the Browns beat the Texans, the Browns or the Ravens would face the Browns. And then the Bills would face the Dolphins. And I think that the Bills and the Ravens beat those two teams and then make it to the conference championship. I think the the Ravens and the Bills have a pretty good shot to face each other. I think... I I don't think the NFC is more up in the air, though. Because you said the NFC is way more up in the air. I do agree that it, like no matter how, how which way you slice it, it's, it's going to be Ravens-Bills. But... I don't oh, know. That's, that's all I mean by that. Oh, I think okay. the conference championship matchup in the AFC is going to be Bills Ravens. Okay, yeah, that's um, fair then. But I was I feel I feel like I feel like anything can happen in the NFC. But I, I think I know for sure who's gonna make it out of the NFC uh to represent them in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um but uh and so I'll tell you exactly who that's gonna be. So in the NFC um, oh, and I have the I have the Ravens beating the Bills, by the way. Got so it. the Ravens will be going to the Super Bowl. Um, and so in the NFC, it's going to be I'm going. I have the Cowboys beating the Packers. I have the Rams beating the Lions, and I have the Eagles beating the Buccaneers. Um, and so that means in the divisional playoffs, the 49ers will be facing the Rams. And the Cowboys will be facing the Eagles. And I have the Rams beating the 49ers. Give us your serious bracket. <laughs> <laughs> and well, first I have to start off with the with, with my with my delusional. Um, and then I have the Eagles beating the Cowboys because I would be so sick if the Cowboys made it out of the divisional playoffs. I need I need to keep that agenda running. This is purely based off of hater vibes. I don't want to see the Cowboys make it out of the divisional playoffs 
Because that would be so funny for it to happen again. Because this is low-key the Cowboys year, you know? And this is this one is purely based off of vibes, I'm not gonna lie, because uh like the Cowboys have just never been able to get it done in the playoffs, so we'll see. And I mean I think the I think the Packers also low-key have a good chance at taking out the Cowboys, but I think that the Packers are just too young, even though they have a good coach. Um and so then that would mean that the NFC Conference Championship matchup will be the Rams versus the Eagles. And I have the Rams winning that matchup, which means that Super Bowl 58 is going to be the number one seeded Ravens headed by MVP Lamar Jackson versus LA, the Los Angeles Rams. And I have Matthew Stafford getting his second ring. Let's go. Amazing. Speak yeah. it into existence. Amazing. So... But if you wanted me to be fucking for real, I would say <laughs> that the um I would say that the Niners beat the Rams and also beat the Eagles in the conference championships, but they also lose to the Ravens in the Super Bowl. So no matter I think uh I got the Ravens winning the Super Bowl. Eagles over Cowboys is kind of crazy. With the way the Eagles been playing, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to. That's that's your curse pick. Yeah. You're you're uh. The that's that's the type of pick where um, if you just took the teams and put them there, but then like just changed like the logo and changed like the name <laughs> of the team, it'd be a completely different thing. Yeah, <laughs> I just want the Cowboys to lose in the divisional round again. <laughs> That's all I want, man. And so, and I we're, I think that probably won't happen. We're haters around here. Yeah. But but that's not one where I'm I'm going to make a third bracket for it or even a fourth because what if the Cowboy what if the Cowboys face the Rams in the in the conference championship? Anything can happen in the end of that happen? Um no, because oh, I cuz either way the Niners would or no, no, because no, if the if the Packers win, though, the Cowboys would be eliminated. Or I mean, if the if the yeah, no Cowboys way. win in the divisional. Oh, I was trying. To, I, I thought you were asking if there was a way that the uh, Cowboys could play the Rams. Oh yeah, I guess they would have to play in the conference championship. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. the if I the you meant if they could face off in the divisional round. Oh no 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 no! That would be crazy. Um, I'll take the Rams then too. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the NFL. Crazy, crazy week of NFL crazy football. Insane, insane stuff. Um, y'all want to cover the NBA? I'm down to, to cap it off with some NBA talk. All I got to say about the NBA is things are about to start getting pretty freaky with some trades. Things are about to start getting shaken up oh, around the God. league. Uh, starting on the 15th, uh, free agents from this past summer will be trade eligible. Um, so I think the league is going to, um, we're gonna see some changes and teams like the Warriors who've been struggling are looking to improve. Uh, apparently Steph is the only safe player around there. So <laughs> I see something crazy go over there. Guys like Pascal Siakam have just been dangling around the trade markets um 
Mavs have been playing good. Uh, Kyrie's been going crazy. He's been putting up some MVP stats, in my opinion. And he's doing it on both sides of the ball. And when he's in, the Mavs play with a lot of energy and a faster pace. And it looks beautiful. Um, Luka's been kind of hurt. Mm. Um, he's been, like, been playing. Yeah, he's just like... We played against the uh, the Grizzlies the other night. And, like, Luca, like, every time Luca was in the game, he was, like, hobbling around mm. and just, like, slowing down everyone. And I'm like, bro, sit your ass. And, like, he went, to the, he went to the tunnel twice. Like, he went to the locker room twice. Oh, damn. And then came back both times. And then came, like, checked back in the game. I'm like, bro, if you're hurt, like, sit your ass down. And then Kyle would come back in. And then, like, the Mavs would playing at a faster pace. Uh, and, like, just, like, with more fluidity. Um... And like last night, we played against the Knicks, and Kai looked amazing. And he put up his the most amount of points he's put up in a Mavs uniform. Um, other than that, Wemby became the youngest player to record a triple double. He's great. been having a very good stretch of games. I think he passed Chet for rookie of the year standings. Um, I yeah, I saw that. That's kind of crazy. I mean, it's well, it's well warranted. He's been playing amazing it's not translating to wins of course like yeah chet, chet i mean i'm not saying chet is the reason thunder are winning but he's playing a winning brand of basketball in oklahoma that's just because they're so stacked um and they have an mvp top three mvp candidate on their team and shea gilgis alexander um but yeah he, yeah Wemby. i'm surprised he hasn't gotten more media coverage because i mean he's been doing some crazy shit but he looks good. Um, oh, Toronto and the Knicks both look good after the OG trade. The OG oh, and the yeah. Emmanuel Quickly and RJ Barrett trade. That's um, looking like a win-win trade for both of those teams. Yeah, Loki, I wasn't as high on the trade for Toronto with them getting RJ and Emmanuel Quickly, but Quickly's looked really good. And RJ, I'm usually not a fan of RJ's game, but... He's looked pretty good as well. And OG, what, the Knicks, like, just lost, like, their first game since they've gone OG. Like, he's kind of just, like, a plug-and-play player. Like, he's going to fit in in any, like, team that you throw him on because he's just that archetype of player that's going to play good defense. He doesn't really need the ball in his hand. Like, he can play off the perimeter. He's going to, like, play high IQ basketball. And he's got a strap. He's got a strap. The Knicks have, like three players over like 40 percent uh three-point shooting or something like that yeah but then they also have julius randall who's shooting like 25 percent from three and that's kind of winding <laughs> them down but he's like his efficiency elsewhere is like pretty good isn't it yeah he's pretty good he do be chucking though i feel like yeah um but yeah so they've both been playing good utah sneakily good team they're eight and two in the last 10 uh i don't know if they won tonight but before tonight the last three games, they beat the Sixers, Bucks, and Nuggets. Like, come on, bro. Uh, I think they were dealing with some injuries to start the season, but um, they, oh, they... they're they're the tenth seed. the The Lakers are out of the playoffs right now. Ooh, things have not been looking good for the Lakers. That's so crazy. So they won tonight. Then is what I'm hearing. They're five hundred. Uh, bro, what am I? I'm I'm shook. To my core. Damn, yeah, they put they up 145 them. on the Raptors. They put 41 and 40 
uh, respectively. In the third and fourth quarter, they almost put up three 40-point quarters. That's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, Clippers also want to give them their flowers. They look very good. I think people kind of sleep in. They have meshed very well. Uh, Kawhi should be top 10 MVP in my... He should be top five, bro. Like, what? Um, but the Clippers are firing on all cylinders. Kawhi is very good. Paul George is doing good things. Um, and they got people surrounding them, of course. Um, like James Harden. James Harden's like one of the best point or one of the best guards in the league right now. Um, but yeah. Clippers gonna win the NBA championship. That's crazy. Not really. Uh, but they, they're very good. And I don't think they get recognized as much as they should, even though they're the fourth seed in the West right now. They're the fourth seed in the West. And so, uh, well, not... S- in the East, the Pacers are up to the fourth seed, um, which is kind of is kind of crazy. They're above teams uh, like the Cavs, the Knicks... Miami, Orlando, who's uh, down to the eighth seed now. Yeah, they took a little. They took a little tumbling. They've lost two in a row. They're four and six in the last ten. Um, their offense hasn't looked the best recently. I mean, their defense still holds up, but basketball is all about scoring points. At the end of the day, whoever scores the most it is a very offensive-driven league. And when you don't have guys that can shoot on the perimeter, it's just hard to win games. I mean, they say defense wins championships, but you still need some guys that can score. And, I mean, Paolo's looked really good. He's very efficient. Um, They got dudes like Franz, Wagner. Um, But, like, I don't know. They just need, like, raw perimeter shooting on that team right now. And that's what they lack. Um, But, yeah, I mean, both conferences are low-key pretty pretty tight and we're only just like halfway through the season i think or we're approaching halfway through the season um so i mean there's still plenty of basketball to be played of course um but yeah the west is super tight uh one through six uh the Mavs at six they're four and a half games back from first and in the east one through six uh the knicks are in six they're seven games back um so not as close as the West, but... Yo, the Pelicans are the seventh seed and also four and a half games back. Dude, I've been trying to sell... Bro, the Pelicans, they're sneaky too. They're they're very good. And they got a lot of talent on that team. Warriors suck. Uh, they should blow it up. Um, or they're, maybe they're just missing Draymond. Who knows? Uh, they haven't been with him. He's been in counseling or whatever. <laughs> um, maybe he comes back a changed man. Who knows? But he's always been, like, considered the heart and soul of that team, so... I am looking at the recording time not going up at all right now. So I'm gonna stop recording real quick and see what happens. We didn't We didn't lose it. False alarm. We didn't alarm. lose it. False alarm. Good song. Anyways, uh... Shout out, Luzi. Oh! I was thinking The weekend. Oh, wait, what is what song am I thinking of? Isn't... Oh, fire alarm. Oh, you're fire alarm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fire alarm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was sports for two hours. 
one of the things I've always said is that playoff football is some of the best football around, mm-hmm. and now we get to now we get to see it. We get four it's weeks here. of it. Four yeah, well, weeks of it. I guess it's five five weeks with well, the bye week. Yeah, there's that bye week with the Pro Bowl and everything. Oh, I was gonna say, mm, you mean you? You're are you forgetting about the Pro Bowl? That's some that's great football right mm-hmm. there. The, the Pro to, Bowl games. I was gonna say you football. can't wait to watch some dodgeball. Oh, wait, is it flag football now? What yeah. wasn't it last year? They're, they're, it's it's the Pro Bowl games where they have a bunch of like mini games and they're gonna do like flag football as like part of it. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe there's gonna be new juice behind. Can't the wait Pro Bowl to, to watch Fred Warner throw a dodgeball at <laughs> fucking like. Kyle use check or something. <laughs> Rashid is, is Rashid Shahid a Pro Bowler? Yeah, he is. Oh, nice. nice. Let's go. That's yeah, thick. Shout out. Yeah, Pro Bowl punt returner. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. In my head, I was like, why the receiver? Huh, I think he's the all pro as well. Oh, really? Oh, I think so. Let yeah. me pull that up real quick because I would love to give him some, some flowers. I know Demario Davis made it as well. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Aaron Donald made first team All Pro. Yeah. Um, Kyron Williams made second team All Pro. That's crazy. Along with Puka. Along with Puka, yeah. Dude, I can't believe. I mean, I, I love Kyron Williams, but I can't believe that he was. That that means he was the second best running back in the league this year, right? Like, hello. Like what else? What else is that supposed to mean? There's only one positional player per all pro team. Uh, depending at least on the, running back. Depending on the position. Yeah, Rashid he got first team. Kyron Williams got second team. Uh, I believe he was the only one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they said that Kyron Williams was the second best, basically. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Uh, Demario Davis got second team all pro. I didn't know. Uh, it was first team. Let's go. There we go, Rashid Shahid. Let's go. Getting first team all pro. Well deserved. Mm-hmm. Well deserved. Mm-hmm. That is the New Orleans Saints highlight of the season. I'm glad Jesse Bates got uh, love on the second team. He's been balling out this year. Yeah, Jesse Bates has been balling out. Oh, and Jalen Johnson made the second team as well. Good for him. Crazy. The, who's the first team... Cornerbacks, Lajarius Sneed is not on here. Nah. That's kind of crazy. Deron Bland and Sauce. And then uh, in the second team, it was uh, Jalen Johnson. Johnson and. Oh, Charvarius uh, Ward. Okay. I don't know. I don't like. I mean, I guess I'm a Niners hater, but I'm not. Yeah. I don't like the. I don't like Charvarius Ward like that, but I guess he's good or whatever. I think Lajarius Sneed is better, though. Lajarius Sneed clears. Schneebly, Mr. Schneebly. <laughs> shout out School of Rock. Oh, yeah. Shout out School of Rock. Shout out uh, uh, Bowser. Yep. <laughs> yep. Can't believe I thought of Bowser before Jack Black's actual name. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Peaches, 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 peaches. All right, this outro has gone on for too long. Uh, Appreciate everyone for tuning in, and I can't wait to talk more about playoffs in the future. 
and we'll, we'll see how wrong we are after one week of <laughs> card weekend. No, literally, literally none of the teams that any of us had wins, they all end in ties or something. We're going to be like, all right, so somehow the Ravens got eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that would be... They didn't even play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. Lots of exciting stuff. Yeah, but yeah. well, yeah. For now, it is sayonara, and we'll see you when we see you. Welcome back. No! Uh, did we ever say... Did we ever say our name? Because we are sporty threesome. We you've experienced a sporty threesome. I you've hope, experienced Adonis. I hope. I hope our. <laughs> I thought you guys our were fans, gonna chime in with your names no, after that. No, our fans can be called voyeurists because they're watching a sporty threesome. Yo, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> that's so good. You guys, right, welcome. Back. <laughs> uh, welcome oh. back, our little cucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. oh my god oh. and goodbye because that's crazy i'm joby 